All around Australia on Triple M, you're listening to Malloy, and joining us right now is host of The Gruen, which is back on tonight, by the way, 8.30 ABC TV and ABC iView. It's Will Anderson on Malloy. Welcome back, Will. <laughs> Good afternoon. Hey. It is nice to be on the show. And oh. you know what I loved about that intro, Dangerous Day, yes. is The Gruen. <laughs> like, that is that is like my dad saying, don't you like The Pearl Jam? Like, The Gruen. Like, commit one way or the other. It's either Gruen or... Like, yeah. I, I understand if you go with the old name, the Gruen Transfer. The Gruen Transfer. That's what I was thinking. We changed it, I right? I pulled myself up halfway through. Explain yeah. the original realize... name. Explain it to those punters who are unaware. Yeah, okay. So basically, the Gruen Transfer is a psychological condition. And yeah. it's that moment that you go to the shops and you've gone out for something that you absolutely need. So, yeah. you know, Dave, you just got like, I've got to go to the shops. I've got to get some milk. Yeah. I've got to get some nappies yep. for the baby. That's very important. Sure. Or and for Dave, he's home. entering that zone now. Oh, pardon. yeah. Sorry. Sure. Sorry, you've got to get some nappies for yourself that you're going to tell the people in oh, the shopper okay. for a baby. And you've got to get some milk that you're telling people is for a baby, but right it's for on. yourself. Yeah. And some baby formula, okay. which you're selling to China. That's a whole side <laughs> business that we don't need to get into. You go to the shop. That's yeah. what you're meant to be getting. Hmm. And you come home and you've got a brand new flat screen TV and you've got no nappies right. and you've got no milk. That is called the Gruen transfer. And they can actually messy, they can measure it in you. So like they've hooked people up to machines to see this and you're breathing slows, your eyes start to flutter, like you go into an unthinking shopping state and all shops are designed, why not? Most shops are designed, big supermarkets and these are all designed to have this thing that gets you from being, this is what I need to, I just need to buy everything. And it was named (laughs) after a guy called Victor Gruen. Now, Victor Gruen was the guy who designed the world's first shopping mall. And shopping malls are designed intentionally confusing, right? So they're meant to be. You know when you can never find your car in the car park? Yeah, and you're like, why don't they build it sensibly? Yeah, no, they did that as a mistake. Of course they did it on purpose. They like they if they could, they would actually change what level your car is on while you're in the shops. And it's the reason that every time you go into one of these malls, it's like a casino. So yes, there's no yes. clocks. It is yeah. consistent light. You know, they're pumping yeah. out sort of free stuff all the time to get you to stay there. So yeah. this guy, Victor Gruen, he hated it. Yes. He went to his grave hating the fact that this was called the Gruen transfer because he had not designed it for this reason. Right. His invention had been taken and used by evil <laughs> marketers to sell more things and it haunted him to his death. That's incredible. And you feel it sometimes you go, it's an impulse buyer. Yeah. I use the one that gets me. Mm. The stuff they've got gathered around the checkouts. Oh, yeah. I go, oh, yeah. Yeah. All of a sudden, I'm buying a woman's day. <laughs> I did not come here to buy the woman's day, but that one story, yeah. it got me. There's one thing we're talking about on the show tonight that yeah. falls into that exact category, right? Yep. Gum sales went down incredibly during lockdown. Uh, People wow. don't buy gum because gum is one of those things that you really buy mostly for social reasons, if you think <laughs> about it, right? Like, you know, if you're going to kiss someone, you buy gum. If you're going to try to hide something that's on your breast, you, you use gum. Yeah. If you're going to work, you're going to be in the office, you use gum. gum if you're yeah. home by yourself, you don't really have, like gum is associated with like work and like, but even like big nights out, you know, you see a lot of people <laughs> chewing on big nights yes. out. All that market is gone when there's a nine o'clock curfew. That is incredible, isn't it? So, so, someone said to me, they said, if, you, if your partner's uh, letting themselves go during lockdown, just remember, that means they're not doing it for you when they get out. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's an interesting time we live in. Did you know, uh, Will, that the at one stage, and it may still be true, the most expensive photograph in the world was by Andreas Gursky. 
and it was at the time, and this is 20 years ago, went mm. for over a million dollars. And it was of a shopping center of like a, like a supermarket right. store. And it's one of the most incredible things to look at. And mm. when I look at it, I nearly fall over. I'm that hypnotized. Isn't that an amazing thing of the time as well, yeah. which is that like back in the day, that's like a million dollar photo. Now it's one second on Instagram. You go, <laughs> yep, <laughs> next, next, yeah, what's right. next? In fact, it's on my page of the thousand best shopping center photos in the world. Next, yeah. next. Yeah, it's all right. Next. Yeah. And no one was doing a milk crate challenge in front of it, which <laughs> yeah. was terrible. Right. We got onto it early, but we're going to keep going. Hang about, yeah. Will. Uh, we're going to come back and talk some more about the Gruen. Oh, come on. It's Gruen. It's 8.30 tonight. More with Will after this. It's Malloy on Triple M. Triple M, you're listening to Malloy. We're joined by Will Anderson this afternoon on the show. Always great. Can I get you to investigate one phenomena mm. for me, Will, which is really annoying me at the moment? Ads are using the phone ping, the mobile phone ping mm-hmm. in their ads, mm. and it's driving me effing batty. Like, so I think it's in my room. Oh, yeah. I think it's my phone. So I hear ping. I go, oh, oh God who's... damn it. I, I put down my dim sim. I go, I, I go, Oh, damn it, it's on the telly. And now I'm watching the gotcha. telly. Have you, is this a trend? It's mm. happening all the time, and mm. it sounds like it's in your living room. Yeah, in ads, they tend to use the most generic factory setting of the phones because right. most people change them to individualise them. But people like you, Mick, who are like, <laughs> it's enough that I have a phone, and the first thing that pinged, I locked that in for the entire time I've got this phone. Sure. You are definitely the category that's going to be represented in this advertisement. But it seems loud or something. No, we are so attuned now to yeah. wanting to touch our phone. Like, you know, uh, I don't okay. have notifications or pings or anything on yeah. my phone because constantly, like every one of these apps that you ever go to, like, I mean, you know, my Uber Eats misses me more than my family <laughs> misses me. If I go to an area where I'm not in Uber Eats, like yeah. I suddenly start getting these series of messages like, you cool, man? Why aren't you getting back to me? Like, what happened last time? You rated it five stars. What are you talking about? Man, hey, we've got some good offers. You know what? If you come back today, 25% off, 35% off. Are you hungry, mate? Are you hungry? Are you hungry? Vicky, are you hungry? Where are you? Yeah. Good. Have you eaten? Are you hungry? Is what your are you tummy doing? rumbling? I've been looking at your Instagram. You're out and about. Order some Uber Eats. Where are you, man? It's true. I'm actually getting. I feel like I'm being badgered now. Yeah, I feel like I'm right. being stalked. I feel like there's there's a guy with an Uber Eats bag standing outside my bedroom window <laughs> at three in the morning, going, "I'm just here in case you need me, mate." Yeah. You've stumbled onto something really amazing, Nick. Because what they've basically done is the problem is that people aren't even watching the television anymore. We're like double screening, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. So these advertisers realize that the minute it goes from program, like it's you're lucky enough if people are actually watching your program and not being on their phone yeah, or on mm. the device. But certainly when it goes to the ads, that is the time that people are picking up their phones. Yeah. So of course, what's the one thing that will <laughs> distract you from your phone? The sound of another phone, a newer, better, bigger phone. Yeah, They are doing it. I didn't mind the meerkats. I draw the line at pregnant quackers. <laughs> Can okay. you have a word to some of these guys who are making these corny mascots? I've got a, like a, a ghetto talking <laughs> pregnant quacker. And it's just, mm. there's too much going on. There is something, the quacker, here's what I'm going to say. Mm. Whoever's looking after the quacker, like get them as your agent. They are the super <laughs> agent of animals in advertisements at the moment. You cannot see an ad that does not have a quacker in it. There was like a survey about how much people love quacker. Like, remember there was a time in this country, and I do not endorse this in right. any way, only the, the rhyming of it I endorse, okay. but the actual practice of it, which was quacker soccer, which was a terrible yes, thing. But that's it. how we used to think about quacker. That's a quacker. That they were like this 
you know, they were just something that you kicked around mm. on a drunken bachelor party <laughs> on an island, right? And now they are the Hemsworths of advertising. <laughs> they are, like even in the Australian tourism ad, the quokka got a line in the Kylie song. Unbelievable. Kylie's singing about a quokka. <laughs> They are. They're too much. They're hot right now. It's, it's, I don't get it. Their Q scores must be through the roof. Yeah. And their, through the their, roof. Their Animal Kingdom Q scores <laughs> must be. Everyone's going. Oh, I'm, I'm down with the quackers. <laughs> We've got the new list. It's Costa, Hamish Black, and a quacker. That's it. <laughs> hey, mate. I haven't caught up with you since your beloved bulldogs went down oh, in a granny. Yeah. Can yeah. I ask you how you took it? Because we've you've seen me experience the joy of of winning one. Mm. I wasn't there when. You and yours, but where were you watching? How did it yeah. go down for you? Please don't spoil the result. I'm just going to binge the whole season once we're done with Gruen. So I've got my fingers crossed. I hear if I watch up until halfway through the third quarter, it's fine. You, you, <laughs> you okay. need to be really specific about the time you turn it off. You, yeah. you don't want to get that wrong. Oh, no, I know the exact moment. And I won't be able to say the the entire sentence because I watched it in silence, Mick, because I'm not a vocal football watcher. No, so yeah. I go to my to the footy with my friend Charlie. He yells at everyone. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, opposition supporters, umpires, people bringing pies, members of his own team, doesn't matter. <laughs> just loves to yell at people at the footy. And I am the absolute opposite. I just yeah. go into this real sort of silent, I don't want to affect anything. And so, of course, can't be at the game. Yes. By the way, thank you, Mark McGowan. I'm in your corner. Now that I've seen the result, glad I couldn't get into the estate. Thank you very much. Keep the wall up. But... <laughs> But I, I watched it at home by myself. And so I honestly, for the entire game, we just sat in silence watching this game. And then there's this moment halfway through the uh, third quarter where Marcus Bontempelli kicks this goal. And uh, Brian Taylor, who's commenting at the time, says Marcus Bontempelli you know, essentially says he's going to win the Norman Smith. They're going to win the premiership. He's going to be the greatest Bulldog of all, of all time. And all I said out loud to no one, and I swear this is true, I'll have to edit it a little, yeah. was... Shut the F up, BT. <laughs> and from that moment, oh, no. it all went wrong. You know when that you can just you know. feel it? You're like, don't, don't yeah. say that. You knew it as yeah. soon as it happened. Hey, you'll be back though. Don't you worry about that. Oh, yeah, and back tonight, full bore, the Gruen. No. Uh, who's on tonight? Please, Will. Uh, Dee Madigan and Carolyn Miller are our guests very tonight. Smart. Russell Howcroft in the Melbourne studio. Very fun show tonight. Uh, a lot of cool stuff. And a special appearance singing an advertising jingle, Ben Lee, at the end of the oh, show. No oh, so fantastic. Cool. Uh, I, I love this show. It's yeah, one of the smartest shows on TV.